You're listening to Master Your Bliss Life. Join Kira Masters and Leah Bliss as they dive into the magical, mysterious, and mundane elements of life, helping you to master your purpose and find your bliss. We're not very giggly to start this off this morning. <laughs> it was, we're just both like, it's uh, Friday. Friday. <laughs> last, last day of the work week. But here we are, ready to record a podcast so that we can keep our hot girl walks going. Fall girl walks. So so happy. Pumpkin spice all over the place. Right. Super basic. I got my peace loving coffee cup with me today. Thank goodness. I need that in an IV. I was up way too late last night. I had an impromptu date. I normally am very, I'm like a super organized person, right? Mm -hmm. To the degree where some of the girls that I work with at my little fun part-time job at the mall for free clothes, they're like, hey, can you show us how to work that calendar app? I'm like, yeah, babies, I got you. I got you. And in my mind, I'm like, you really out here just raw dog in life. No calendar, no appointment. What, how, how, how? I used to not, I used to not do that. And then I would double book things and I would go off to one thing that I scheduled that was obviously more exciting to me than the other thing because I remembered the other one. Yeah. And then I'd get a text like, hey, when are you coming over? And I'm like, oh, oh no. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. See, and I think maybe it was just like purely my desire to avoid any kind of social awkwardness. And I'm like, <laughs> I couldn't, I, I think that happened to me like one time and I was like, that will never happen again. <laughs> That's so embarrassing. I think mine started more so more when I had my, my child. Cause it's yeah. like, then I really had to be on a schedule. It's like nap times. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, some, some parents just raw dog that too. They're just like, oh, they'll fall asleep whenever they'll wake up whenever they'll eat whenever. I'm like, you are creating chaos. You yeah, are an agent of terror. If he thought if he takes a nap today, he, he takes a nap. If he doesn't, he does it. And I'm like, oh hell no. Oh hell. Also, for one, also my me time when he takes a nap. It's like yeah. I think every once in a while, if we're out doing something and it's something fun and exciting, then I'll be like, well, I guess he's not getting a nap today. You know, deal with right. that. But right. I for the most part try to make sure we are home. He is napping. Yes. I'm relaxing. Or getting things done that I don't normally get done when he's up and just wanting to play and do things. So, yeah. And I think that it's more than just adults. I mean, more than just children that need structure, adults need it too. Absolutely. We saw that with when COVID and we all got locked down, people were all of a sudden like there was nothing externally creating structure, right? Mm-hmm. You didn't have to go to work at a certain time for a lot of people for a while, like, mm-hmm. right? Three weeks and we'll kick it this thing. Like, no, no. Yeah. And so like one, two, three months into it, we're in lockdown. People are not going back to work. The external structure was gone. And yeah. this leads us into what we wanted to talk about today. When the, when all of us in one degree or another, just had a bunch of time on our hands, we didn't know what to do. Nope. We didn't know what to do. And for some, there wasn't people, really I, much you could do either. that's very true as far as like social fun Mm -hmm. stuff but I hear people with this excuse a lot as I talk with and coach women and as you and I 
Kira, as we just like have people in our lives that we interact with. So often people are like, well, I don't have time for that. Well, I don't have time for that. Mm -hmm. I mean, fitness is the one that comes to mind immediately, but like starting a side hustle or taking on a creative venture, right? Oh, I wish I could paint more. I just don't have time for that. But then when they did have time, they still didn't do it. Mm -hmm. And so I don't think it is a time management thing. Time management is a crisis that we need to get in control of because people with poor time management, I can't. I dated a guy, Kira knows who I'm talking about. I dated a guy who his, he had two kids triage his he he only knew how to go from one emergency to the next there was zero planning outside of it he went to the grocery store I kid you not and this makes me crazy he went to the grocery store every day oh my gosh I couldn't do it I can't and think of the time and money lost because he would be like oh no I'm out of coffee creamer I need to go to the store and then Instead of putting together a list of all the things that he needed for the week, separating out, yeah, for the week and separating out. No, I couldn't like, do it. What am I going to eat for the week? I should probably get all of the ingredients at mm-hmm. the same time. No, chaos, yeah. chaos. I couldn't. That was a huge reason that we did not continue dating. He was great. And his poor kids suffered from it. Like, if if they nap, they nap. If they don't, they don't. Like as long as they're to school on time, I guess they'll just eat school lunch or what. Like, woof. Those poor yeah, kids lived off quesadillas and pancakes, which, I mean, our kids live off quinoa, but whatever. Quinoa and Fruit Loops. But I digress. But how do you figure out what you want? Because if you, and I think you made a great point, Kira. Like when you're not in planning when you're not consciously prioritizing the things in your life in any kind of calendar or organizational way Mm -hmm. you tend to only go towards the things that make you most excited Mm -hmm. right what's the top of your mind what are you most excited for and it's that not necessarily instant gratification but what's what's going to make you the most happy and that i think is awesome Yeah, because you want to do the things that make you excited, right? Yes, the things that make you the most excited. And you need to learn how to say no to the things that you're like, I actually don't want to do that. That's a huge thing. Learning to say no. There's so, so many people out there. And I used to be one of them. Actually, I will say I'm not great at it yet, but I'm so much better than I used to be. Is saying no. I don't want to do that. That does not resonate with me. That does not sound fun. Uh, I I was so worried about hurting somebody's feelings because I didn't want to do anything that I didn't want to do this particular thing that I would just say yes. And then I was miserable and I hated it. And then now I'm like, no, it doesn't sound great. I'm going to say no for me. Or I'm going to go do something else. But thank you. Yeah. In my early twenties, I felt like weird, weird now in retrospect, a weird obligation to men who would ask me out like will they will they ask me out I I mean I guess I should it's like oof I I gotta go back and slap that little 22 year old Leah be like girl no 
You know no. how much time you wasted Do you know? <laughs> with these men that you did not want to go out on a date with, but you did anyway. Right. Or that you just like, or that you wanted to end the date or you didn't, or you wanted to say no to your boss or you wanted, oh my gosh, dozens. Even after I, after my fiance and I broke up, like one of the first dates I went on afterwards, it was really apparent that Chad did not want the date to end. And he was like, let's go do something else. Let's go do something else. And I was just like, I don't want to do that. But I was like, I'll be nice. To what end? He still fucking texts me. <laughs> I'm like, leave me alone, Chad. Leave me alone. I don't care how Bartholona is. Leave me alone. Uh, this is the one that called you and was yeah. like, why? Why don't you want to see me anymore? Give me, over me. <laughs> give me specific reasons. But but what was the reason? Yeah. But again, it's like, I should have just said No happened again. Well, I canceled a date for this week because I was, it was like, Hey, I want to take you out. Okay. Sounds good. All right, let's do this. And I always ask the same three questions. What's the time? What's the location? And what's the dress code? Because if it's like axe throwing and I'm in stilettos, yeah, you it doesn't work out astray, so well. mm-hmm. Right. And if we're going to somewhere, if we're going to a high-end like rooftop bar and I'm in sweats, like that's not going to work. Either. Yes. So tell me, then I can kind of understand like the location, the time expectancy and the outfit so that I can properly prepare. Cause I'm a very organized person. Yes. Um, I'm big on that too. There was yeah. one time that there was a date planned. I didn't plan it. I asked how, how should I get dressed? How like What's the dress code? Please, what's the dress code? And never heard back. And so I shower, I get ready, I I get picked up. We go to this date night, and it was a float, a float pod. Pod. You're in water. You're (laughs) was naked in water. Lashes on, like I was like dressed up to the nines, and I was pissed. I wasted all that time getting ready when I could have just thrown on some sweats, pulled my hair back in a ponytail, not washed it that day. Right? Because you have to not wash it immediately any after anyway. On. Yeah. Oh, that's then, so frustrating. So I, I get that. I, I definitely Communication. that. Yeah. Just Well, this guy. Give me a little like, bit of info. Yeah. Like a little bit. This guy. And you I'm can like, keep it a surprise. Like you didn't, you don't you can to keep the date a surprise. You could be like, oh, I want to take you some, like not on a first date. You can't have a surprise no, no, first no, date. No. That's, that's. Get on hard. the road. Few days yeah, in. three months. Hey, by the way, don't three years. Today. Yeah, let's. Hey, I want to take you to somewhere for a surprise. Excellent, amazing. What should I wear? Just wear jeans and running shoes. Excellent. Perfect. I'm down. But this guy, he's like, let's go. Like, oh, let's go here. We'll do this. Like, very much planned it out. And I was like, cool. What's the dress code? And he said, oh, feel free to dress as sexy as you want. And I'm like. <sighs> Okay. No, no, I got well, and then it like deluged into like overly sexual, and I was like, no. Mm. And so I was like, sorry, I'm sorry, like, sorry, I'm busy. I don't want to hang out. Bye. Block and delete. Not feeling this anymore. No, and you can just say no. And I think that leaning, like, when we want to make a change in our life, as we're trying to master our bliss life. 
we're looking to make changes. We're looking to up level. We're looking to find the next step up. We really tend to react in, in a sense of like, well, I know I don't want that. Mm-hmm. I went on a date where a guy spent the entire time talking about what he doesn't like that other women do. And I finally was like, you know, I'm not them, right? I'm not just like, I'm not just the, the epitome. I'm not just every single woman put together. Like you don't lead with what you don't want. Well, no is such an important and powerful thing to be like, well, I don't want this. 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 All your you're brain, doing is telling the universe what you don't want, and it still has no idea what you what do want. you want. So, how do you figure out what you want? Have I told you this trick that I use? I, I haven't done it in a while. I haven't done this particular activity in a while, and I think I'm going to start doing it again as a part of my morning journaling. But you spend ten minutes, and you write down as many things as you can think of that you like. Okay. And they're just like, and it can, it doesn't have to be like, it's not a gratitude journal. It's not things that you're grateful that you have. It's just things that you like. Like, I like tattoos. I like the color dark green mixed with the color mahogany in an outfit. I like chai tea in my coffee. I like 72 degrees. And you just write things that you like mm-hmm. and you go off on a tangent, right? I love the way oranges smell. I love fresh flowers in the house. I love sunrises over the ocean. You just write down just the things. Let it all go. Just anything that you like, things that truly are, you're just like, this makes me happy. Mm-hmm. I like gold jewelry. I like long nails. I like, and you just start to write it. And once you get to it, 100 or more things. You go back and reread it and you kind of figure out where the pattern is. Mm -hmm. Right. Whether it's like, are you like, do a lot of your things have to do with the outdoors? Is incorporating more outdoor time something that you probably should do in your life? This is basically a secret letter to yourself to tell you what you like, what you need Mm -hmm. to do. I like it. I'm going to start doing this. It's going to be fun. We should recap and then we'll read our lists. Yes. Later. But that is. So you just write it down a few a day and. Just a couple. Yeah. Just a few. And then once you get to that point of a hundred or more, then you read over it. Then you kind of look and then you go to somebody you trust. You keep adding, but you go to somebody you trust and you kind of ask them like, what pattern do you see here? Right. For me, it's a lot of like when I did it. I did it during COVID, during the lockdown. My sisters and I all did it. And mine was very like romantic. And what was interesting, because at the time I was always like, I'm not very romantic. I'm not a romantic. I'm not romantic. I don't like romance. I hate romantic comedies. I don't like romance novels. I'm not a romantic. I read through my list and I was like, I'm a romantic. This bitch is a romantic. (laughs) Wow. Wow. (laughs) And then I started leaning into some of that. Like I would express in with the people I would date, like, Hey, I'm, I'm really a romantic. Like Mm -hmm. I want those things. And I started having better relationships. Yeah. Yeah. I want, I want romance. I started like reading more 
quote unquote romance novels. Mm-hmm. Started watching more TV that had like the sense of like, I really like like Regency era, like Bridgerton and mm-hmm. Jane Austen kind of stuff. So I started enjoying that like unironically. Like I'm just going to drink my tea in my satin bathrobe and watch a Jane Austen film while I just like paint this casual landscape. And I just like live my little Jane Austen moments, my little (laughs) romance, like sad romance girl nights. And I just, and I do that for myself as a point of self-care and it's better self-care. Oh yeah. There are some self-care like. Because now you've recognized those things that you need that you didn't realize you needed before. Yes. Those wants and desires. Myself. Mm -hmm. So, and I think that it changes. I think we evolve as humans. Because I'm like one half like running through the field in a white gown with my hair streaming behind me in some sort of like ethereal, right, (laughs) meadow princess. But Uh then I'm also like on the motorcycle in all leather, tattooed, (laughs) like kicking ass, break a pool table, that kind of thing. So dichotomy. (laughs) You're allowed to be two things. You're You're allowed to be two things. And I see that in you 100%. So it'll be interesting to see yours. Yes. And how mine's evolved in the last three years, two years. Because, yeah, what, because how do we make self-care better? How do you know what you want? Mm -hmm. You got to figure out what you like. I did this with a boyfriend. I think, Kara, you've heard this story. I did this with a boyfriend. He, We were living together and he was like, hey, babe, I can feel a depressive episode coming on and I'm like okay buckle down let's go I'm ready okay what do we need snacks we got to figure out how to keep you happy we need to make sure that we're taking you on these things like what kind of medication what who who's your therapist what doctor are we talking to like all the things and he was like uh no you just have to write it out and I was like uh oh uh, 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 what no no you fool so I said, hey, just to start, let's let's just have you make a list of everything that makes you happy. Let's just start with that. Yeah. Just as like we're on the, you know, the beginning of this. Obviously, like if you know what it is and you have named it, mm-hmm. you understand like the process uh-huh. of how this works for you. I said, let's interrupt the process. Let's write a list of everything that makes you happy so that when you are feeling super depressed, you can go to that list and kind of like get to it yes because he was super against any kind of like therapy or medication or I'm like I I can't like I can help you I'm not I'm not a doctor I am not a doctor what do we do here and he was like he was like nothing makes me happy Leah that's why it's called depression and that's when I was like ooh this is not going to work out. <laughs> this is not going to work out. But I brought to his attention. I was like, well, you, there's that computer game that you like to play. Like, I don't even know what it was. Like, there's this video game that you like to play that you play to like de-stress after work. You like that. And he said, well, yeah, but that's stupid. And I think that that is so true of us that we are embarrassed. By the things that we like. By the things that we like because... Mm-hmm. We think that there's some sort of committee of cool out there who is like dictating what is okay to like. Like. 
like I mean, you just have to. We're losing our authenticity of being able to be authentic to ourselves because I like this, but I can't tell anybody that I like this because it's not cool. So I'm not going to do it. Or maybe I'll do it behind closed doors. Oh my gosh. And then shame. And then you're Uh dealing with a bunch of shame problems. Inner, yeah, judgment. Yeah. yeah. And, And you, yeah. So... And then you can't really enjoy something if you're enjoying it under the umbrella of shame. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could talk about sex for a minute. Like, I remember growing up in a shame-based sexual environment. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get right? you. There was a lot you. of shame around sex. Yeah. And it took a long time to be like, oh, I don't feel shame around this anymore. I like it. Mm-hmm. And that it, and with anything that we feel shame about, if you're, if you have shame that you love karaoke, but you feel you're not that good at it, you're not going to have fun. Mm-mm. You're always going to be worrying about if people are judging you, what yeah. they think, mm-hmm. right. instead of just getting out there, singing to your heart's consent, content, and who cares and so enjoying yourself. Yes. And who cares what anybody else thinks? (laughs) Who cares what anybody else thinks? Make your list of 100, figure out what makes you happy, and then do it unapologetically. Mm -hmm. That is the theme of the day. Yep. Okay, we're going to get to it. Put it on your your, uh, remarkable tablet. Start it. Done. 100 list. Excellent. All right, my loves, enjoy cleaning your house. Enjoy your hot girl walk. Enjoy writing your list. I will put our email addresses on the show notes of this one. And we will love to get from you some things that are on your list so that we can help you find your pattern. Yes. And help you see what's good. I would love that. I am happy to review anyone's list. Judgment free. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Love you all. See you soon. Bye. You've been listening to Master Your Blessed Life. Make sure to check out the show notes for any relevant links. And follow Kira and Leah on Instagram and LinkedIn.